It's the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Donna Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God. This voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darling. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. And welcome to the Donna Sugars Show. Oh, yes. Girls, welcome. Uh, this is the last week of our show here in California. It has been seven glorious months, uh, and I am very eager to return home uh, to Buffalo uh, just to try and get back, slowly get back to a semblance of normal. I've lived this kind of weird <laughs> half-life here in California. I don't have any of my drag, any of my makeup. I don't have my sewing machines. I don't have any of the things that I enjoy to do beyond my computer, so I've just been doing a lot of really cuckoo things on my computer. Like today, which I'll, I should put this in the internet section, but just so you know, I just spent today, and today was maybe one of six days in the last couple of months that I have been organizing the hundreds of videos in my YouTube, <laughs> of my YouTube favorites into appropriate playlists so that I have them organized because that's the level of OCD I have. Um, I have been reorganizing um, my system for inappropriate photos <laughs> on my computer. So categories and subcategories and, and uh, folders on top of folders. So anything you're looking for is very well organized. Uh, so <laughs> that's the level of OCD. I, I'm like, I'm looking for things to do. So this weekend we had a really fun weekend. And it, it's kind of bittersweet because it's the last weekend, seven months here. And I feel like several months just flew by because we had got ourselves into a routine that once it was almost the end and it was almost time to go, it was almost bittersweet. It was like suddenly it's like we have to do stuff. We have to do more stuff because you're leaving and it suddenly becomes very real. So, of course, this last week has been crazy. Everyone has been calling me like we need to get together. We need to do stuff. So Sunday I had called John Paul and this is this is purely me. Um, I play World of Warcraft with a group of people and uh, two of them, John Paul and Josh, both live in L.A. And uh, John Paul works at Disney and... I had so many opportunities to go see them, like at any point over seven months. And I just never did it. I just kept thinking, oh, we'll, we'll organize something. We'll go somewhere next week. And then I just never did it. And I just, it goes down to the, my level of crazy. Uh, so we got to this point that I'm like, what are you guys doing this weekend? I made plans with them on Sunday. And then Saturday night, I get this dropped on me. I get a text message. Hey, who's coming on Sunday? Who's coming tomorrow? And I'm like, to what? The barbecue. I'm coming for my brother. And I'm like, well, not me. I have plans. What? It's your going away barbecue. What? So my mother planned this big barbecue and never told me. So I was like, um, oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I had all this family coming and I was like, oh shit, I'm going to have to cancel. 
Um, so I'm hoping to see him in the next couple of days. Today is Tuesday. Uh, I'm trying to get this recorded because I'm actually going to pack the board up and get it ready for its trip. So doing the show a little early. <laughs> um, this past weekend being our last weekend, um, there were a few things I wanted to do. One of them I'm going to talk about a little later. But the big one is that we went to Balboa. Now, Balboa Beach is someplace that is part of my life growing up. My dad used to live there before he met my mom. Um, he used to tell this story about he would, he could go from, he could wake up, go to the bathroom, look out the window in his toilet and see the beach. That's how close he lives. And so anyone who has ever, um, anyone who's ever been to this area of Southern California, it's in Orange County it's kind of just south of Huntington Beach, um, slightly south of Newport Beach, kind of smack dab in the middle of Orange County. Um, right along the bay, there is the Balboa Peninsula, and it comes out, and there's two small islands um, on the, the waterway side, uh, Balboa Island and Lido Island. But we go to the Balboa Beach, which has its own pier, Balboa Pier, um, and that is where we have always gone to the beach growing up. So I have so many wonderful stories and terrible stories about Balboa. I can remember so many fun times, so many family barbecues, so many friends um, going there, <laughs> uh, being afraid to go in the water for years and finally growing to love the water, always wearing a t-shirt when I went in the water until I learned that slapping waves on a t-shirt that you're wearing on your skin when you're not wearing pasties means that you're going to have bloody chafed nipples. Any women who understand can explain it to the straight guys who don't wear shirts. Um, so making sandcastles, digging holes, burying myself. Like I loved the beach. I loved kites when I was younger because I was that kind of nerdy kid. Uh, so I would take my kite there because it was the only place I could actually fly the kite because there were no power lines. So I would fly the kite, but I never went too high up because the higher it went, the harder it was to control. And then I would have to like reel it in um, and it was going to take too long. So I remember this one time, my uncle and my uncle Howard had come with us. He's kind of, he's kind of a pain in the ass. I don't know. It's not a great story for him. So he was like, let me show you a trick with it. So he grabbed it. He grabbed the string by the handles, the two handles on each side, and then he loosened his grip so that it just spun and the kite went soaring. Still, he was still holding on. But the it was so high in the air. You could barely see the kite up there. And I'm like, this is going to take forever to reel this sucker in. I was kind of annoyed. I was young. I was like, this is going to take forever. And then he's like, oh, yeah, let me show you the fastest way to bring it down. And he clips the line. Bye, kite. It is gone. And I'm like devastated because I held on to this kite. I had this kite for years and I always wanted to use it. <laughs> and there were only a handful of times that I ever got to use it. So my mom saw this and says, you get your ass down that beach and you find that fucking kite and he did <laughs> he was gone for a very long time um he said he found it in a dune uh, almost at the end uh, <laughs> of the um inlet the waterway uh the 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 kind of what's it called peninsula so he found it uh, i was happy it was crushing but at the same time like thank you for finding um i just have so many memories there anyone who knows me growing up knows that i have a bad <laughs> people know me because i will 
trip on a crack that doesn't exist. So I said that there was a crack and there was. So one of the famous times is I've tripped and fallen on a cake, uh, on food. Um, Balboa, I tripped and fell many a time on the uneven uh, uh, pavement next to the beach. And one time I tripped on a crack and I fell on a bundle of bananas that were destroyed. Okay, but there was a crack. I swear there was a crack. <laughs> I'm not just a klutz. Um, at the end of the Balboa Pier, for the longest time, it was a diner that had burgers and fries. I don't know if it's, it's still a diner, Ruby's Diner. Uh, I hope so. Um, we didn't get a chance to go there. We we went down. And so this weekend, we went there on Saturday. We parked in this really cool parking structure that had a freight elevator. So the cars would go up. You couldn't go up to with the freight elevator. But um, it was a kind of a cool way to have a lot of parking. And we went to this restaurant called the Harborside Restaurant, which is at the end of Main Street, this Main Street that kind of runs from the pier, straight from the pier down this road and ends the other side of the, the, the peninsula at the Harborside Restaurant. And realize I'm talking about like three blocks. This is not a huge area. Um, we used to go down this little walkway that went along. It was called Edgewater Place. And it had like the fun zone, the arcade ice cream places so we were having this nostalgic time we ate at the restaurant we went and had a funnel cake we were just having a good time so it was this wonderful nostalgic moment thinking about growing up and how much fun this beach was um i never got into the water <laughs> but of course i had no intention no no water's cold um this time of year yeah the water in california <laughs> is very cold so um, but it was a fun, fun night. I had a lot of fun. We got some taffy and I was I was good to go. I was happy as can be. Um, it was just fun kind of reminiscing and rem remembering what the businesses used to be. It's like, that's where the Orange Julius used to be. Oh, my gosh. And so it was just it, it was nice. It was very nice. I, I thought a lot about my dad. Um, who And it's uh, just thinking about him and it, and it kind of made me sad. But at the same time, it was a nice way to cap off this trip. So... <laughs> Darlings, let's move on and let's talk about, <laughs> let's go into some two minutes of news, okay? You rock! <laughs> two minutes of news! Yes! A shocking week for the gay porn community as two young gay porn stars die within the same week. Alex Riley from Helix Studios star dies at 22 and Ty Thomas dies at the age of 29. As well as famous actor Charles Grodin dies at the age of 86, best known for his role as the dad from Beethoven. Actor Mads Mikkelsen is ready for Hollywood to stop casting him as a bad guy. The actor best known for playing Hannibal in the show of the same name says that only in America is he constantly cast as the bad guy. A senior at Burns High School in North Carolina was denied entry to the prom on May 1st as she was a remote learner, even though she was invited by an attending student. LA's first prehab tiny home village for the homeless opened this past year and has been deemed a huge success. A second one is set to open soon. The Spanish spinoff to the hit show Drag Race is set to have the hottest pit crew ever with 12 barely clad gorgeous men tight pants and firm Wait, where are we? A JetBlue was forced to divert after a passenger was seen snorting a white substance and acting erratically. Okay, bitch, you go to the bathroom to do cocaine, okay? You're not going to ruin the flight for everyone else. South Carolina's governor just signed a law adding the firing squad to the state's arsenal of execution method. Florida Representative Matt Gates is a little scared as his associate pleads guilty to six federal crimes, including sex trafficking of a teen, and is set to cooperate with the authorities. Fantastic Beast actor Kevin Guthrie sentenced to three years for sexually assaulting a woman back in 2017. 
2017. A zebra at Disney's Animal Kingdom gives birth to a healthy baby boy in front of park guests, which must have been both the most beautiful thing ever and the most traumatizing to the kids that saw it. Buzzy Cohen was just the guest host on Jeopardy and he's gorgeous and I want him to stay and I want him to marry me. And last but not least, a Florida woman, age 28, posed as a student to promote her Instagram page on a high school campus. The plan went awry when all the kids went into class and she was wandering the halls. Two minutes of news! Yes! Okay, darlings, I'm sure as a lot of you heard, that was not exactly two minutes, and I apologize for that. Uh, doing my show earlier, I had less time to find enough stories to really fill this out here. So we're going to go through the ones that I think are the most important. I'm very sad to hear about the two deaths of the two porn stars. The youngest one, Alex Riley, was only 22 years old. I don't know if I've ever seen one of his films. Um, he's from Helix, and I'm not uh, very much into twinks, um, but he's a gorgeous young man. Uh, you can actually go to uh, GoFundMe uh, that you can find online that is helping to cover the cost of his funeral. The other one, Ty Thomas, though, I remember from quite a few scenes, Men.com, I believe Nextdoor Studios as well. Um, he had the he had this funny way of delivering lines, and he had one of these really funny scenes that he did with a, a young boy that was very cute. Um, and they were both uh, kind of college uh, age. They were both in their dorm, and while he was sleeping, the other one um, proceeded to give him oral sex and he fake wakes up i'm so glad you had it in you and then the guy is kind of looking at his dick like okay well what do i do now i got caught and ty turns to him and says and he points at his dick he goes just suck the dick and the way he said it is so funny i every time i see him i literally can just just suck the dick it was just it's very funny to me if you've seen the scene you understand um it's a very funny scene he died at the age of 29 very sad uh now charles groden I remember him from uh, um, Beethoven uh, back in the 80s. He was also in The Heartbreak Kid, Midnight Run, Beethoven, uh, King Kong from back in the 80s. Um, he was also uh, the main bad guy in a the great Muppet caper back from 1981. I was only born in 1984, so I saw this obviously after the fact. Uh, but <laughs> a really fun actor, very sad, died at the age of 86. So um, this one, I think, is very sad. The senior at Burns High School in Lawndale, North Carolina, she was remote learning. Um, the school warned all of those that were remote learning that if they wanted to participate in extracurricular activities, they would have to return and be taking uh, uh, classes on campus. Uh, she thought that because she was invited by a student taking classes on campus that she would be allowed. She was not. Um, I think that if a parent or students uh, feel it necessary to want to stay at home, uh, to feel safe and do remote learning. I don't think it's fair to punish them in that way. And I think the school board and the school itself should be very ashamed of its actions. I think that what they did was very wrong. Now, as a correction to the story about the prefab homeless community, uh, uh, like kind of the tiny house community, the second uh, uh, village actually has already opened. It's only two miles away from the initial village. These are really awesome. These They look like sheds, but they've con been converted into these small two-occupant uh, uh, tiny houses that have a small desk and two beds. Uh, they're provided with all their bedding. Um, because of COVID restrictions, there's single occupancy now. Full occupancy is 75 people. Um, half occupancy right now, they have 43 people living in the community. Um, families are still allowed to share a unit. Um, these units have air conditioning, so they're made comfortable. Even when the summer months come, there are washers and dryers and bathroom facilities, showers. Um, they have to be medically screened before going in for COVID. And there has been zero uh, outbreaks within the community of COVID. So really, it's an amazing success, and I'm glad that they did it. I'm glad Los Angeles is starting to do something about its homeless community. 
And this certainly gives them a little bit more respect than to just keep pushing them to another city and making them Orange County's problem because then Orange County pushes on to Riverside County where I live and we don't know what to do with them. Now, darlings, if you guys are interested in seeing the photo of these models from this Spain's drag race, go to bananaguide.com and look at the article under gay news. They have breakdowns of all of them and some of them are so tasty. Oh, God, I'm just looking through these. Oh, there are twins. Oh, there's twins. Oh, God. Oh. I'm sorry. I needed to take a break a moment to go follow some people on Instagram. Uh, not only are there some gorgeous twins, um, go check out. Oh, my God. Arthur is super sexy. And Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Oh, I can't. Oh, there's a picture of him licking his lip and wearing only a speedo. Oh, and Antonio with the touch. Oh, girls, get into all of these people. They are delicious. I'm sorry. L. Oh, L. Or L.A. Or I don't know how you pronounce your name. Oh, God, he looks like a Bellamy model. He's perfect. Okay, we have to move on. Okay, so the JetBlue flight. 40-year-old Mark Anthony Skirbo was arrested in St. Paul, uh, uh, Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul International Airport when he was removed from a flight that was forced to land. The flight was going from New York to San Francisco, and he was seen uh, snorting a white substance and then becoming irritable and yelling at uh, stewardesses, uh, I'm sorry, flight attendants who were telling him he had to keep his mask on. And he was seen multiple times making stabbing motions at several other passengers. He was removed. Federal Aviation Administration said that the penalties range anywhere from $9,000 to $52,000. I'm going to skip a lot of these stories because a lot of them are real buzzkills and I'm riding a high after that drag race. Buzzy Cohen's hot. Um, he just hosted, guest hosted, the May 2021 Tournament of Champions on Jeopardy, and he's so cute. Um, he, at the time that he was on the show, was one of first, uh, uh, he was on Jeopardy before, was uh, one of the largest winners, having taken home $164,603 in his undefeated run on nine shows. Obviously, this was before the 74-game streak by... The, the ultimate <laughs> winner, uh, Ken Jennings. A lot of people have uh, said that he did a wonderful job, and I hope he continues on because he's very cute, and I love his little round sunglasses, his little round eyeglasses. He had a beautiful smile. I'm having him. I'm very smitten today. I'm thirsty, girls. And very quickly, I got to talk about the woman in Florida. Okay. Uh, this woman's 28. She snuck on a campus of a Miami area high school and handed out pamphlets printed with her Instagram account. And when all the students went into class, she was wandering the halls. Security stopped her and asked her where she was going. She said, oh, I'm just going to admissions. She walked right past admissions and continued looking for people to hand pamphlets to. And then she fled from the police. Uh, she from security. She was then arrested obviously because of school, school security this is i mean post age of columbine that you are doing this like this is the stupidest idea you've ever had okay <laughs> i really don't think you're gonna get that many instagram followers from it <laughs> oh dear god so let's move on girls what's this it's the internet what's that it's a big network and open forum that allows the expression of opinions where people have discussion with their different points of view. So, darling, there's been a lot of things I've been doing on the internet, so I'm going to talk about the ones that I think are, are the most important. Um, <laughs> I've been kind of obsessed with a video that I think I've watched a couple of times now because I just find him so fucking... He's, he's, this guy is very cute. Um, and it's so disturbing, so don't judge me harshly. Uh, Wired... Uh, Wired's YouTube page has Victor M. Sweeney, a licensed funeral director and mortician, answering questions from Twitter about dead bodies and his profession. And he is adorable. 
he's just got these like wireframe glasses and just he looks like he's very 1920s and I just want to like wear a bell dress and eat a microwave meal on a dinner tray while watching a small TV. Oh God, I'm just having this weird leave it to beaver fantasy when I look at him and I, I kind of love it. Even though I'm terrified of his profession and, and I'm terrified of dead bodies, obviously, because everyone knows I'm terrified of zombies. The other video that I have watched, I've watched several times and it's just, it's so ridiculous and it has its moments that are kind of genuine and fun, but it's so disturbing. It's just, it's so unrealistic. So it's available on, on Amazon Prime. It's called Say Yes. Uh, I'll read you the definition here. I'll read you the description. When Lily is diagnosed with cancer, her beloved twin brother, Caden, moves in to help and ends up forming a strong bond with Lily's husband, Bo. Lily makes the two men in her life promise to find happiness as a couple after she's gone. But can a streak guy really fall in love with another man? Yes, yes, y yes, he did. Um, <laughs> first of all, Bo is so cute. He is, I mean, watch the film and understand he is my type. <laughs> he is he is who I want to marry right now. <laughs> like, I will take him as is. I don't care if he's straight. I love him. Um, <laughs> body hair. I just, he's just, he's my type. Um, it is such a ridiculous, <laughs> it's such a ridiculous, ridiculous movie i mean it has moments that i'm just crying i'm like why am i crying this is so not real um so check it out it's kind of those one of those ridiculous gay movies that you just can't help but love um uh, this past weekend when we were going to balboa on the way we stopped at the gay bar with the dolly parton mural i've been talking about this forever so anyone if you are in southern california or close to southern california and you make your way to orange county go to costa mesa to strut uh in Costa Mesa in Orange County, you cannot miss this mural. This mural is gorgeous. I took a picture in front of it. She's so pretty. My mother had to get a picture in front of it and she had to display her nails because she knows how much Dolly Parton always had perfect nails and my mother always has her perfect manicure. So um, it's, it's kind of great. It's so much better, like in person, close up. It is a stunning mural so <laughs> check it out i maybe will use a, a picture for my my show art it's just it's just perfect like the perfect tribute to dolly parton um so <laughs> moving on i did buy i did make an impulse purchase for myself one of them is stupid and y'all are gonna laugh at me i bought these weird like keyboard condoms these things that go over the keyboard to help keep dust off of them and it happened because I had another keyboard that I broke because I took it apart to clean it. And I spent like four hours cleaning each individual key and everything till it was perfectly spotless. And then when I reassembled it, it wouldn't work. <laughs> and I don't know what happened. So I, I broke it. So I had to buy a new keyboard. And so I decided to buy these stupid keyboard condoms. They do work, though. They really do. They look stupid and they make no sense. <laughs> but they do the job. Uh, so... The other big purchase that I made is because I'm leaving soon, I bought another piece of luggage. Um, I am obsessed. So, darlings, if you go on Amazon, the deal is actually really good. Uh, Samsonite has these hard-sided expandable luggage. Um, I think it's listed Samsonite Omni PC hard-side expandable luggage. It has spinning wheels. Um, they come in sets. So there is the three-piece set, which you can get, which the three-piece three set is $329. 
um, on sale from four sixty nine. Um, if you find the right sale, I actually bought mine at Sam's Club, the two piece set. Uh, the two piece set you can get right now for two thirty nine on Amazon. Uh, I already had the twenty inch, which is which is the carry on, and the twenty eight, which is the check bag. I wanted to get the middle one, which is the uh, twenty four, which so I got that, and I went to go order it in purple so that it matches the other two, and it says your order will not arrive until the beginning of June, and I'm like, what the fuck? So apparently the purple one is on back order, so the only one I could get was silver and the picture made the silver look like tan it looked like 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 almost like sand colored um so (laughs) when it came in i was very pleasantly surprised that it was actually really nice silver uh so really nice bag i am so happy for my new luggage if you guys are looking for new luggage these are actually really good the luggage themselves um this bag only weighs eight pounds uh, so you don't lose a lot uh, to have this really good security. It really has taken a beating um, since I got them. And they work really. And I'm really tough on luggage. So the fact that I'm telling you it's good luggage, it really is. This is not an ad for Samsonite. I just love their bags. I'm going to, I have a train case from there uh, from the 70s that is still in perfect condition. Um, it's amazing. My mother has a pink Samsonite that she's had her entire life that is still in perfect condition. Like Samsonite makes some good shit. So <laughs> check them out. So sticking to the internet and what I've been doing, um, I actually played a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn. I just completed that game. Uh, we're going to just move right into games here. Um, only because of time, I don't want to give you guys a super long episode. I am not going to continue with WoW. I'm going to tell you guys about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and then we'll pick back up on WoW next week. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about a, a gay game I'm playing, kind of set you up on that. <laughs> we'll finish that one next week as well. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn takes a look at a post-apocalyptic world that I don't think we've ever seen the likes of. And it's really interesting. So let me give you kind of a basic breakdown of the game. So Horizon Zero Dawn takes you into a post-apocalyptic world where humanity was on the brink of destruction. And we don't, when the game starts, we don't know why. Um, we assume the uh, so assume control of a- uh, Aloy, a young female hunter um, that lives in this post-apocalyptic world, very much a tribal mentality. Um, and the wild animals, there are obviously there are boar, there are uh, rabbits and rats and various real animals. But the primary animals that you see are robotic creatures. These are are living robots that alloy and the various tribes will hunt for for uh, supplies for for making weapons and making their armors and making uh, uh, their where they live like using their parts for tools how there are these uh, robots and where did they come from that leads you on your journey um, you will leave the land <laughs> that you call your homeland and make your way to the various other uh, human communities in this post-apocalyptic world each of them resembling very they have very similar it's hard to explain this and i'm sure that it's going to sound weird but it's almost like this is set in the future but they've reverted back to a previous time. Alloy, um, it's a very, you get a Native American feel to them. They're very tribal, very one with the land. 
um, very they very much they shun relics of the old world um, talking about the the ancient city ruins and calling them cursed places and the primary settlement the primary community which is you end up making your way to if you look at the buildings you look at how they're dressed you look at how they operate are very reminiscent of the Roman Empire, even down to even the 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 architecture of the buildings they built out of stone with forced labor to help them build them are very much looking like buildings from the Roman Empire. I did comment before that this is actually one of the easiest to play interfaces that I think I've ever played. Um, switching between... Um, uh, like you will see there's a lot of times where you will you're, you'll hunker down in the grass and they can't see you and you might be able to throw a rock as a diversion or lay a trap or or whistle to draw their attention and that that interface is really quick using your your right thumb to scroll with through those options where you have a wheel on using your left uh, uh, pointer finger that will let you switch between are you going to use your your bow that that will have like a, a, a rope that surrounds the the robot and leaves it kind of fallen on the ground are you going to switch between arrows remaking arrows if when you run out like all of it is it's so easy to do this game is very easy to pick up and just play and very quickly get the hang of and very quickly enjoy this game actually had really great reception from almost every publication. I think the lowest score it got was a 7.5 out of 10, but most of them are up there at 9, 8.5, 8.75, 4.5 stars out of 5. Like A lot of them gave them really high scores, did really well. And this game originally came out years ago for, um, for the actual platforms, and then it has recently come out for PC, which is when I decided to buy it after hearing so many good things. I think the only downside to this game... Um, for anyone who is interested in it, is that the gameplay is not very long. Um, like, I think of, like, um, I always go back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I have hundreds of hours into and enjoyed it so much, where this game um, fully played through. I did all of, even the expansion of Frozen Wastes. Um, the only thing I did not do is I did do some of the hunting quests. I did maybe a handful of side quests I didn't complete. Um, but only 45 hours of, of true gameplay. I actually finished the main storyline in only 40 hours, and that is after exploring every single part of the map, um, having completed all the side quests except for those few hunting ones, um, and completed the main storyline 40 hours. Uh, f so for the, the money that you pay, not a bad game, a really great game. I hope that they <laughs> more comes out about it. I really hope they come out with a sequel and they don't screw it up by changing how it <laughs> functions. Uh, but I think the story absolutely amazing. And I think that if you're interested in any type of good story based game, uh, really easy to play, multiple difficulties for those who want to challenge themselves, this is the game. So go check out. It's called Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> okay. Now, very quickly, I just want to go back. Last time, I promise. And then we'll move on. Um, I always, there it always tends to be a gay twist to a game that I play. And playing as a female character, Alloy. Um, I was worried that I there wasn't going to be anything fun to look at. She is beautiful. She's a beautiful. She's got this beautiful uh, uh, ginger hair, um, and playing as her has been very fun. But there is there's a little bit of eye candy in the game. Really well done. I think the character that you immediately like, I'm immediately drawn to, is a character named Nil. 
Um, Nil is very intense. So you go to this barbarian camp and you clear out the barbarian camp and he is just a bounty hunter. And the only thing he loves to do, his favorite thing is killing bounty hunters. He loves going and bandits and like he'll, he just, he wants to kill bandits and that's his thing. That's what gets him off. And after I, and this is huge spoiler. So anyone who doesn't want to hear the spoiler, just fast forward. Um, after you defeat all the, the bandit camps, he asks you to meet him on this ridge. So you can have some privacy. And I'm like, Oh my God, please hook up because he has these perfect abs and he's kind of sweaty and just he has this very intense look in this little mustache he's very cute um and he says there's no more bandits to fight i have nothing to live for the two of us have to fight to the death and you you end up fighting and killing him and you just kind of have this moment where you kind of not really hold him in your arms but it's this very like homoerotic like I didn't just fuck first. Like I obviously this isn't that kind of game. And a few of my favorite people online, Lido Perizidi, um, who does a lot of kind of sexy fanfic uh, kind of things. Um, I love him. He did this really sexy fanfic of Nil in his, in just some underwear. He's just like, yes, I approve. <laughs> so go check out. Um, it's at uh, Manuel Daily with two L's on daily. Um, he, uh, does, uh, the, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, he does a lot of the read 900, uh, um, comic book series. Um, he actually has these really fame. He has a really cool animated, um, kind of couple of pictures of nil and just underwear. He's wearing the same outfit he normally does, but instead of pants, he's wearing this little kind of bikini. It's a very sexy, <laughs> Oh my god it's a lot oh uh, and of course the gay mind is just like why didn't you fuck him before you killed him <laughs> of course of course that's where my mind goes so because we started talking about sexy my fault let's continue to talk about sexy i'm not going to get into too many details but i want to really wet your whistle on one of these games i wanted to start talking about some of these lgbt games and i started playing a game called uncle neighbor now <laughs> this is a game that uh, I'm guessing is out of China or Japan. I think it's Japan. I'm sorry. I was actually um, playing with, um, I was playing this live on the Gayish Podcast um, Discord. And uh, one of the people that I love chatting with, he said that it looks like Japanese. So we think it's Japanese. Um, it's kind of a translated game. So some of the translations are not great. But Uncle Neighbor, um, you assume the role of a young man who you get to name. I named <laughs> I named him Max. For some reason, I love that name. And you come to this small town. And in this small town, uh, your father, who has recently passed away, has left you a home. And you want to get away from the city and find a new life. So you come to this town and you meet a series of men in this opening quest. And the game is purely just fall in love with the men. And you have each of them has their own independent storyline. There are little mini games during each of the heart missions. Um, each of the people have 10 hearts that you can collect. And some of them you marry. Some of them you move in with. Um, some of them just give you a lot of money in the end. <laughs> um, I've only played a couple of storylines, but 
super fun, super cute. Very, um, it has a very 18 plus. There is an adult <laughs> orientation to it. Um, you can put the game into not 18 plus uh, and miss all of the the comic book style gay porn that you will see. Um, if this is the kind of smutty gay game that you're into, trust me, <laughs> it's really good. Um, I enjoy it quite a bit. I think the stories are kind of ridiculous at times. I think some of them are so cute. Um, I think kind of the most out there one I did is that um, a young a guy that former military little PTSD kind of style um, he helped you when you were lost in the woods and he's like a hobo and by the end of it he's a football player that lives with you and you're getting married um, it's adorable so um, <laughs> a little bit of spoilers check out the game it's absolutely great it's called Uncle Neighbor you can find it on um, itch.io you can find it on Steam. Uh, well worth the money, I believe. Let me pull it up. I hate not having the figure right in front of you. I am so sorry. The game is $13.99 right now on the uh, Steam store. It was on sale uh, not too long ago where it went, I think it was 30% off. So check back regularly on it. Um, you find a good sale. It might, it might be worth it. I'm enjoying it now. I paid full price for it absolutely worth it so far i've been having a lot of fun i've had hours of enjoyment uh seeing where the stories go and kind of just enjoying it i will go into a little bit more details about the various stories of the characters and some of the ridiculous mini games that you have to do um <laughs> in the next episode and we will continue our trek through outlands in the world of warcraft but i'm actually going to leave it here darlings my time here in california has been fun and it has been stressful um, it's taken some adjustment, but at the same time, it's been worth it to spend this extra time with family and friends here in California. Um, next episode, maybe next week, I will see how quickly I get myself set up and adjusted back in Buffalo. But when I come back, I will be back in Buffalo in my home away from home, um, the place that that is really my new home. I love it. I miss Buffalo and I can't wait to be back in the cool weather. And of course, watch now there's going to be a heat wave. So, see you next week, darlings. Mwah. Bye. Okay, with the program, me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend. You know how. Well, thank you so much, Chi Chi. You are exactly right, my friends and darlings. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Donna Sugar Show. You can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online. And, darlings, I'd love to hear from you, so give me a call at 716 236 8599. Leave me a voicemail, me at donnasugars.com, or find me online at Twitter and Instagram at donnasugars and on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. Or check me out on Tumblr at donnasugars.tumblr.com. Tumblr, that amazing place where physical beauty was enjoyed by all in all of its splendor. And thanks to Prudes, now all you can see are pet memes and funny text exchanges between moms and kids. And me, holding out that someday the dicks might return. That's tumblr.com. Kisses, darlings. Bye. And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at Pride48.com.